Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, and my employees and I want to thank each and every one of you for your continued support. With everything going on right now, your rest is so important. That's why we're having the biggest MyPillow sale ever. Not only are my bed pillows as low as $19.98, but you can get the best body pillows ever. Regular $89.98, now only $29.98. Take your rest on the go with our Roll and Go Anywhere My Pillows for only $14.98. And we have our new couch and accent pillows. They aren't just for looks. They have My Pillows patented adjustable fill that gives you that amazing My Pillow comfort. In this economy, you get the best gifts ever for the best prices ever. So go to MyPillow.com or call the number on your screen. Use your promo code and you get deep discounts on body, couch, bolster pillows, and so much more, including my original bed pillows for as low as $19.98. Please order now while quantities last. It's time to resist. They can't arrest us all. And they can't keep all your kids home from school. They can't keep every government building closed. We don't have to accept the mandates, lockdowns, and harmful policies of the petty tyrants and feckless bureaucrats. We can simply say no, not again. The only way to stop these mandates is to refuse to comply, refuse to show vaccine passports, refuse to wear a mask, refuse to stay at home. We will not comply with Fauci. We will not comply with Joe Biden. And we will not comply with authoritarian governors. I am not going to comply. This ends now. Broadcasting live and live to Patriot Control of America. You're listening to the Patriot Party Podcast. Now on the show, the chair is against the wall. This is your last chance. After this, there is no turning back. You take the blue pill. The story ends. You wake up in your bed and believe whatever you want to believe. You take the red pill. You stay in Wonderland, and I show you how deep the rabbit hole goes. Remember, all I'm offering is the truth, nothing more.
back, fuckers, to another edition of the Patriot Party Podcast. I'm the Mick, and with me, of course, is my much better beloved better half. v Hello, Patriots. So who was it? Which one of you fuckers put it on your 2022 schedule for camel flu? Seriously. Which one of you? Yeah. I mean, I'll give you, we didn't have sodomy geese in September. No. However. You lost on that one. I lost on that one. One of you fuckers. I, I had hornets made a comeback. Apparently I did have murder hornets mm -hmm. for November, but they didn't make a big enough comeback that they were significant. Lynn's had aliens. So I think everyone had aliens at some point. I, I just want to know who had the fucking camel flu because no bullshit coming out of the goddamn fucking world, world cup. cup. Yep. Coming from Qatar, the camel flu, the camel flu. Here we go. Yeah. And no, With I'm a not 30% kill rate. I'm not jerking your chain either. Nope. I'm not jerking jerking your chain. I swear to God. It's got a 30% kill rate. Yeah. Uh I like to call this um Well, we'll get we'll get No, 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 no. I want to call it the tally flu. That's what, I mean, this honestly, is the new terrorist group coming out of the Middle East. Whenever the I hear, flu. whenever I hear camel flu, I think of camel toe. And yeah, just, I don't like that. It gives me something and then, that, and that leads me right to Camel Harris, and then I'm, uh, you know, and then camel, you're thinking of a camel, camel toe to, of Camel Harris. It's, it's just, it's horrible. In those pantsuits, but I, I believe we call it the tally flu. We're gonna call it the Taliban flu. Why not? I killed a bunch of those fuckers. They could have done rain this down on me after fucking whacking as many of those fuck sticks as I did. Well, apparently um, football soccer for all you Americans, um, football fans returning from Qatar are being advised to watch out for signs of camel flu, a potentially lethal respiratory illness, symptoms of which include. <laughs> Wait a minute. A we're, getting, we're getting some really badass timeout. I got, bar flu. I got, I got t-shirt ideas, baby. I got t-shirt ideas. Boom. This is all I got to do. Oh, anyway. Um, Aloha, fever, snack bar coughing flu. and vomiting, Middle Eastern Respiratory Syndrome, which is called MERS, this isn't new, can be contracted through close contact with, you guessed it, camels. <sighs> so you got to make out so, with a camel? So basically, so they were giving camel rides to people. I mean, they were charging them money for it, but they were giving camel rides to the fans that were over there for the world cup. And now apparently all these people may have been exposed to camel flu from a camel. How often is it that a, a virus jumps from a, an animal to a human like that? It normally takes roughly me and Janet narrowed it down. I believe it like roughly takes billion years or something. a century. Okay. Um, now I, I, apparently there, there is some camel flu out. Uh, the disease was first recognized. I'm sorry. They, they first engineered it. No, I, I think I was right the first time they first recognized it in 2012, right up there with, uh, with SARS, SARS and MERS. Remember they put them out at the same time. And since then there have been 2,600 cases worldwide. Cause mostly in remember the where, where SARS is according to the who, who? SARS is Southern European. Well, and yes, and, and MERS was is Middle Eastern. And Middle Eastern. So over a third of infected patients are reported to have died. 
Two cases have been recorded in Qatar. Symptoms of the disease include fever, coughing, and vomiting. Anyone coming back to Britain with telltale MERS symptoms, which are like that of a cold or flu, are told to seek medical advice and share their travel history so infection control and testing can be done and they can give you run death is near and put you on a ventilator. I liked how you snuck the death is near in there. <laughs> but either way, yes, this is accurate. So guess, <sighs> guess what our reaction here, folks? in the United States is. Put a mask on. Yep. We're going to put on something that doesn't work, that doesn't stop something that small. But the CDC says, comes out and says, you know what? Who are you? Yes. Who are you? It's hump day. It is hump day. Like the camel on the freaking hump day commercial. You're so right on. Holy it, shit. Yeah. I should have started out with that. It? It's, it's hump, hump day, day from the camel. Anyway. America is broken. America's so, worse than broken. We're retarded. Uh, we we are we've gone past crazy because doing the same thing over and over again every day. Republicans have ruined the USA. Oh, okay. Uh, okay, so somebody. Mm-hmm. No, no. Let's let's see. I, I'll tell you what. You know what? Go ahead and play the first clip. Let's see how we're. Let's, let's, let's see just, how. Let's please jump, tell us, mother just boy. Jump right into because it. I'm how sure you're what 18 and living America. in mom dad's fucking free speech. Absolutely. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Yeah, we we're all Talk. about free speech. You can say whatever you want. We have no rules. But we'll see how long you stick around. Yep. Because I doubt you'll stick around our, that our long. Our mods are kind of savage, but. Um, 336 and you live in Scotland? Oh, okay. I, I highly doubt 36 that. and you live in Scotland, but you think Republicans have ruined America? You watch entirely too much CNN, my love. Okay. That's not... Camel, that's Seamus. <laughs> it could be. You're absolutely oh. right. And yes, I heard that too, of the unvaccinated. Can't make good driving decisions. The unvaccinated are responsible. Um, are, you are more likely to get into a car accident if you are unvaccinated. Hmm. You know what, though? I have to say, knock on wood, I have not had a car accident since I have been unvaccinated from the COVID shot. Since the COVID shots come out, I and that's kind of a record for me, people. It really is. Because, like, I've had, I have, I've had my car for two whole years without destroying it. This is... This literally it's and the little damage, the tiny little damage you have done to it has been done it. at somebody else's yeah, hand. Like someone else backed into my car in the Kroger parking lot and broke, a, broke the back. I tail told light. you if you didn't like cars, we can just actually go back our, to the dealership. Our health care is um, excellent, to be honest, because uh, we have sure about you. We have TRICARE. So um, it's 100 percent covered for everything because my husband did 21 years of military service and risked his life on more than one occasion actually gave his life on more than one occasion he just gratefully got it back canada um is it free no it's not free you get what you pay for yep Mm -hmm. and he gets how's that healthcare working out for you in scotland there because we've got scottish listeners and i'm pretty sure there's sparky boy sparky boy how's how's that healthcare working out for you they might be a little upset with you right now Mm -hmm. just throwing that out there but i'll let them deal with you because um but if you're if if your healthcare is so good if everyone's free healthcare is so good how come they come to america for healthcare how come they pay an, an exorbitant amount of money to come to america for especially for the the like stupid shit like the fucking correction and, so, well you know, they do like come that. here but they also for the plastic yeah. surgery plastic you surgery know, yeah. coming here to get tits and asses they want that mm-hmm. and cancer care but i guess you can't that. handle that 
Yeah. But these days, actually, our health care sucks because they just want to give the jab to everyone. So <laughs> we do our own health care. Um, we, we've started our own, not us personally, although we do have our own network of doctors that we know and trust and uh, reach out to for various ailments. But for the most part, we, we take care of ourselves. So that's why we're healthier than most everyone in America. Damn. I hate that. I know it sucks. Anyway, here's some here's some Joe Biden for you to start off the night. Over a billion two hundred trillion two hundred billion dollars. What was the reason why we led the world beginning around nineteen five, six, and seven and eight? Huh? We've already created over six hundred and twenty-eight years or thirty-eight thousand uh, manufacturing jobs. Hmm? In 2018, when they tried to do it, we went to 54 states. He sent 21st century going into the 20s. From the 20th century going into the second quarter of the 21st century, it's going to bring a billion, a trillion, seven hundred million dollars, billion dollars off the sidelines. Nope. We've got 16 there. I've already gone in for you, and a lot more of that. Another 20s. No. Mountain stretching 14 feet high, 14,000 feet high. More than 200, and now I think it's up to 30,000 people. A hundred, a million people died. Well, we're going to keep that going because I don't want you to think that Joe Biden's the only one we're picking on because we don't just pick on Joe Biden. But no, 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 no. We spread the love. We are racially dynamic here. I didn't know that they taught Common Core Math 120 years ago. Apparently they Are they just bringing the the old shit back? I I think it's just regurgitation. Why he's so bad at math? Yeah, that's probably it. But Mm. let's hear it for- Biden math. Okay. All right. So the running joke is- that you tried to set this up. Hold on. Please I don't set this I up. I should apply to be Camel Toes. You, you should stop. Speechwriter. Please just let this go. Just let this go. This she is has awesome. someone even better. Okay. Everybody freaking, this is, okay. this does its own damage. I just let it go. I can't compete with this. No, you can't. I'm, I'm sorry. I can't compete with this you can't. As, as Camel Toes speechwriter. Hi, I'm Oliver Bartholomew, and I'm 16 and a half years old, and I'm the speechwriter for Colin Harris. My mommy and daddy say, if you find a job you love, you'll never have to work a day in your life. Good morning, Frank. Yeah, hey. Hey, Oliver. And my parents were right. Ever since I was little, I liked words. Writing words is fun. So I made writing words my job. Every politics person has a writer, like me, to make good words for them to say. Space is exciting. Space it affects us all, and it connects us all. I got that idea when I was thinking about space and how big it is. Man, it's big. It's not all fun, though. Sometimes I have to write about bad stuff, like war. Ukraine is a country in Europe. It exists next to another country called Russia. Russia is a bigger country. Russia is a powerful country. Russia decided to invade a smaller country called Ukraine. So basically that's wrong. It's cool to see the words I've typed good actually get get set on TV. It's fun. I like it. Once I thought it would be neat if Kama wore a blue suit and told people she was wearing it. Because I like blue. 
I'm a woman sitting at the table wearing a blue suit. It's cool because the suit's blue, and it's the color of the sky. Where are you, my idiots? I'm all over. One time, I was on the school bus, and I thought it would be neat if Kamala talked about the school bus. And who doesn't love a yellow school bus, right? Who doesn't love a yellow school bus, right? Can you raise your hand if you love a yellow school bus, right? I can't take all the good though. Me and Mr. Kamala are team. You know, like relay racing. You know, you race and someone passes the baton, and then, right? But she kind of is crazy or something, and she kind of scares me. <laughs> and you can't fake that kind of performance. Remember Venn diagrams, those three circles, right? And then let's just see where they overlap. You I didn't. I did didn't. Did did <laughs> what else do we know about this population, 18 through 24? They are stupid. You're either born with it, or you're either not. It is time for us to do what we have been doing, and that time is every day. It's quitting time. I need to get home in time for book. See you tomorrow, Frank. See you later, Oliver. That time is every day. <laughs> Yes. All right. Um, uh, Mama's boy, you're so right. Amer uh, Republicans are oh, definitely so ruining fucked. America. Absolutely. Oh, my God. We are so fucked. That's what it's all about. Holy shit. Mm. Oh, my God. That was funny. Wow. Okay. Uh, <laughs> wow. Okay. Wait, wait, wait. There's more. <laughs> I don't know. How it gets but wait. Oh, wait. something I sent you. There's more. There's okay, more. Guys. All right. All this right. is a mixed special. This, this. It's a mixed special. This is called. <laughs> I can never see, unsee this. This is called. This is called the railroad. This is called the talking to dinosaurs challenge. Okay. Can you if do you it can, before me? If you can go, if you can watch this entire clip without throwing up. You're a stronger You're, man than I. Total props to you, okay? Fuck yeah. All right. Because this is, this is pretty bad. I had to send this to her. I had already First seen thing it, this and morning. I didn't play it when I saw it two days ago <laughs> or yesterday. But oh, he sent shit. it to me, and now I have to play it. <laughs> <coughs> I'm strong, and I learned how to get along in my own back. Space. I just walked in to find you here with that sad look upon your face. I should have changed that stupid lock. I should have made you leave your key. If I'd have known for just one second, you'd be back to Valerie. Go on now, go. Walk out the door. Just turn around now. Cause you're not welcome anymore. Weren't you the one who tried to hurt me with your body? Did you think I'd crumble? You think I lay down and die? Oh no, not I. I will survive. Oh, as long as I know how to love, I know oh I'll stay alive. 
Why could they not I'm hit so an sorry. IED? Why did I hit an IED? Why didn't they hit an IED? You can't even do the whole thing. Don't start it back up again. Oh. Please turn it off. Oh my God. Please turn it off. Holy Please shit. Turn it off. <laughs> I've been laughing so hard for the last 20 minutes. I was really angry. So bad. I was really yes, angry. All I can see is those fucking teeth. <laughs> I'm oh not angry God. anymore. I'm oh not God. angry anymore. Yeah, it is. It is kind of ridiculously funny the second time around. Oh, I was so angry. <laughs> oh, I'm I not. I don't know who the white lady is or the black lady is. Obviously, they're just going for diversity. I don't know who they are. So I don't know. Oh my god, that was funny. I don't know. Anyway, one more. <sighs> What since since we're on since we're on crazy world leaders? Yeah, Vanessa Vanessa Williams. No, I don't think it was Vanessa. Williams. I think it was actually it was, was it? Vanessa Williams. Yes, and she sucked. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Imagine two a.m. at the bar and the only chick left is Chelsea. That's when you go home with the bartender. The, no, the, the, no, the male that's, bartender. <laughs> that's when you cut your own dick off. <laughs> And you hope to God that you never have to do that again. Okay. Holy shit. Mm -hmm. All right. Wow. Here we go. You ready? You guys ready? This is humorous, I guess. Right? It's funny. You said we're starting out with humor. Yep. America needs a superhero. I'm I'm like Lindsay. I'm kind of done with these these major announcements. Uh-huh. I'm kind of done. So rumor the, you has played them out. The r- rumor going around now is that he is going to announce that he's running for Speaker of the House. That's the rumor, which has been a rumor going. Well, fuck, we brought we came up with it two years ago. Or we yeah. thought it could be a possibility. Yeah, we talked because... about it then. We're like, oh hell yeah, let's go. We did the research. He doesn't have to actually be in, in Congress. In Congress, uh, in we talked about it right here on the show. Yeah, we we talked about it right well, here on the show. I think most of these most most of our family now were not with us two years ago, but um, but we we'll we, we did. We talked about it right but, here. We uh, said, look, but he said America needs a superhero, and he seems to be putting himself up as such. I don't know if I agree with that. I would it be though? No, mm-hmm. it wouldn't. It would be it'd be like a step down. Who runs that? <clears throat> Unless it's all part of the plan. But uh, I I don't think that's the plan we're talking about. <clears throat> no. I, I'm not sure, but I, I, I don't think that's the plan we're referring to. Mm. I, I'm just done with the major announcements. I really am. All right. And so, I did lo- I, I did ask you to be here. Good. I am so glad you're here. I know. So, I asked you to be here uh, on purpose because uh, I'm done with the humor now. Now to get serious, I, I I have a I have wrangled a new source. Um, it comes from you all. Um, the problem is is the information he gave me. If this information is true, um, this is huge. I mean, this is like enormous. This is like bigger than anybody else. Anybody else is talking about. Okay, but what I need is I need help from you guys. Um, namely those folks that are still active duty, those folks that are still in the military that might be listening on, you might be involved. You might, you might not be involved in the chat, but you might listen. If you listen, this is what I need. This is what I was told. Please. There is a, a doctor 
Um, I've already confirmed his identity, his location, where he's at, and the job he does. And I have confirmed. I would say I have to, I have confirmed just with where he's at and the job he's doing, his placement and access. So I know exactly the information he has access to, and I know what type of placement he has. That being said, he dropped a walloper today on me. This is huge. He's saying on the daily, between six and eight soldiers, sailors, service members, period, are dying within an hour after PT. We did the math. On each installation. That's 452. Not across the board, not six or seven soldiers dying every day across America. This is six, six or, or seven, seven per installation. Per There's six or 76, 76 installations. installations across America. This is just CONUS. 456 this is, soldiers. This is on not average. an OCONUS thing. This is just here in the States. Okay. A day. That's this is 456 a day. Service members a day. Now he's claiming what's the are one, dying on post. Stop. What's the one thing they all have in common? They've been mandated to be vaccinated to the brim. Okay. The issue I have is I've got to confirm this information. If this is true, I'm not going to be able to confirm it through normal sources. I'm not going to be able to go to. Because remember, if you die on a military installation, you are military property. Immediately, your body goes to Dover, Delaware. Dover, Delaware is where they do the fucking autopsy. It doesn't matter where you die in the United States. You go to Dover. 13,000 bodies a month, Shirley. 13,640, Shirley yes, must be piling up. 14,000. It's a number that Lloyd Austin cannot hide. If this is true, this is huge. And I went around and I listened all day today. I have not heard of one person talking about this. So understand, six to seven on any given military installation here in the United States, CONUS, all right? That's a lot of fucking people. That's 456 That's more than every ever single died day. in that one year in Afghanistan or one year in Iraq. Since the booster, the highest, The highest that we've even gotten to in either one of those wars was 12,000 in one year. And that's at the height. That and was at the surge. If we're looking at 13,000 in a month, for almost 14,000 in a month. There's no way that you can cover that you up. You can't hide that. You can hide that maybe for a month. But after that, holy shit, you're talking about some serious numbers there. So here's what we're asking for any active duty military member that you're on, you're on post every day. Let us know what you're seeing. Have any of your any of your friends, any, anyone, you go do a battalion run. If you know what I'm talking about, you go do a battalion run during that run. You get back, you're in formation. The battalion commander gets up there and he fucking runs his suck hole for fucking an hour as he's talking about bullshit. And you hear about somebody passing out in formation. You see ambulances pull up person gets rushed away. You never hear about that person, but maybe now you, because I just said what I said, 
Now you want to ask a question, please ask it on us, but do me a favor. Let us know about it. I'm not going to release who you are. I don't care who you are. The biggest part is that we get the real information out here. If this doctor is right with what he's and he's sending me information, this is the scary part. He is sending me documentation behind this. This is going to be fucking huge. He also has video. He has video of soldiers, sailors, airmen, and Marines doing the spiral of death, as they've come to call it now. Turning to the right, reaching in the air with an arm, ending up on the ground in like a weird seizure stance, and then having a heart attack within minutes and dying. The problem is, is when that happens, the body goes directly back to Dover. When that happens, none of the numbers are counted in that area. The local coroner doesn't even get to look at the records. It's all federal. So what I'm asking, and you're going to be, you will be covered via the Whistleblowers Act. I've already looked it up. Your name will not be used. I will not. I will never use your name until you tell me I can use your name. I don't give a fuck what a lawyer tells me. When you tell me I can disclose who you are, that's the point. I will disclose who you are. But if you don't want to be involved in the show, that's fine. You don't have to be. What I'm asking is just merely information. I'm trying to confirm what this doctor is telling me. I can't go through normal channels. Everything I FOIA if I FOIA it, it will be through the federal government. And when I FOIA that, they have every opportunity to doctor or fuck with the records all they want. Or retaliate. Or, or come after me. But it doesn't matter in Dover because they come in on military airlift. Military airlift on Dover flies in hour, every it's, hour. It's all, yeah. Because they fly in from all over the world. Everybody... Every person that dies in military service, your body goes directly back to Dover. It doesn't matter where you're at. You do not go to a local corner unless the local corner has jurisdiction over your body. If the local corner does not have jurisdiction over your body, it goes to Dover. That's where it goes. It used to come down here to Atlanta. That doesn't happen anymore because they shut down the CID. The CID lab's still there, but the Mortuary Affairs Office all moved to Dover. Everything's in Dover now. Easy does it, said Check Monkey Works' his latest broadcast. Dover is on the watch list. I know it is because of all the air traffic in mm-hmm. and out of Dover. And that's the reason. But I can find that shit out. But what I need is actual people on the ground that are on post on post after PT. I I hear ambulances every day. If you hear ambulances during PT or after PT, everybody always gets worried that it's a Sergeant major because normally he's the oldest dude out there and he's running just as hard as young kids. And everybody says that's a Sergeant major. He had a stroke. That's it. It's over. (laughs) And what I'm finding out is that's not the case anymore. Now everybody's wondering if it's their buddy or not. So I'm just asking, keep an ear out. See if you hear any of this. See if you can help me with this because I need a lot of help with this one. This is not something I can do on my own. I've got buddies, but I don't have buddies all over the globe. I have buddies in specific spots I want buddies in. Yeah. So if you all 
know of anybody or have heard of some really crazy shit. I want to know about it, especially when it comes to military installations, because what he told me, if this number is true, if this six to seven a day per military installation in the United States, he said in his initial findings, what he's found so far, if this is true, what they have right now in the military is enough to remove the vaccine off the shelves, not only for good, but also go after the motherfuckers who made it. So if that's the case, holy shit, that's a lot of people. And I I, I looked at Velen today and I said, I said this and she can back me up on this. I said, think about this. This when you look at the age range, everybody says, oh, well, you're looking anywhere between 18 and 55 years old. You're absolutely right. 18 to 55, 55 is a mandatory retirement a mandatory retirement age from the highest grade you can achieve enlisted-wise in the U.S. Hold on. Stop real quick. I'm sorry to interrupt you, but Ed Dowd, um, he, he was on Children's Health Defense yesterday morning because he just released his book. And he got new numbers and he, he said that um, the the highest increase, so 18 to 55 has seen a 40% increase in excess mortality where um, older and younger or old, the older group 55 and up have seen uh, like a, a 20 to 30% increase. And I'm, I'm betting that's your... I don't know. That could be your difference. I, I don't know. But the point is, is 18 to 55, what you're talking about is that's the military age. You can join the army at 18. You have to retire by age 55. Okay. 90% of us retire when we're 40, 40, 40, 40, 45. You're in that age range when you retire. If you joined at 18 or 19 years old, if you joined later than that, then obviously the age range is different. The only difference is though, the cutoff is still 55. You have, it's mandatory retirement at 55. You have no choice. You can't stay past that. So it doesn't matter what job you do. Even if you get a desk job somewhere, literally there are standards for that. You have to show up and have a pulse. And that's literally the standard for it. Like, oh, you're 55. Hold on. Yep. You're still alive. You're good. You passed. 300 on your PT. Good job. Great job, pops. Get on out of here before you have a heart attack. Anyway, that's literally the requirement at 55 years old, but you can stay to 55 years old. As long as you make it that high grade, you can stay that long. That being said, if I, I was telling her just the other day, you know, where I was and where I was just before that, when I was in special forces, we had the top guys. We had former NFL trainers that were there providing us workouts. We had uh, their chiropractors, their therapists, all the shit that they didn't want to do anymore for the NFL because they weren't pay getting paid or getting any real good benefits from it. They came to the military. Military recruited them. All those guys now work for like SOCOM. SOCOM specifically went out and recruited these guys because – SOCOM realized a long time ago that the special operations troops had to be the tip of the spear. They had to be the best at everything. 
So that's what we did. They work out like that. There's a bunch of dudes out there, not my age, although I was pretty old for what I was doing. There are people a lot younger than me. And these kids, they can do amazing shit. They can lift shit like I never could at their age. They're doing shit like I've never seen. They run miles and then come to work just to run more miles. And I'm like, all right, you're fucking crazy. You do that for fun? Fuck that shit. You know what I do for fun? I shoot shit. But these kids are amazing. They're great guys too. 90% of them would sit in here and agree with me. They would tell you all, look, you're all wrong. That's not what we're about. But these are the guys that also take all those pre-workout shit. They juice up. They go to the gym. They're fucking huge. They can lift like four or five cars. I mean, they, they're the stuff they take is just barely on the edge of legal. And they go to work, they run, they do their PT, and now they're Done. just kicking off. They're just popping off like it's not a big deal. And my worry, the thing that really scares me, first of all, we have a military that can't meet its recruiting goals. And now we're cutting into something I did for 21 fucking years. And I loved it. I, I don't know if I could go back and do it again, but I loved it when I was there. And you're talking about a military that can't meet its current recruiting goals, not just from this year. Fuck this year. They haven't met last year. They haven't met last year's recruiting goals. When they're goals. talking about their, they've only reached 75% of their recruitment goal, that's from last year. I was an eight. I retired as a seven. I was an eight when I got out. Because he didn't. He, I didn't do I, three I, years. I didn't let him chase the She carrot. wouldn't let me do the one year, one more year to get me through it. Or He'd let me re-enlist for another three years. That money wasn't worth it. Uh, but it, 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 it's a fucking... It, honestly, when you break all this down, folks, this we our, our military is and hurts right now. And we have what do we have defending us? We just we're about to give Patriot missile systems to Ukraine. Patriot missile systems in Ukraine. You believe that shit? Yep. Uh, now they just came out. That do the, you know that one UK Patriot missile system? They have they have troops on the ground in Ukraine. Oh, U.S. troops. No, I no, knew no, that. No, no, the U.K. Oh, the U.K. He's got... No, I knew that. Yeah, well, they, they only just admitted it today. Shit. The fucking British Special Forces have been in there forever. Mm -hmm. um, but think about this. One Patriot battery. Patriot mm -hmm. battery is a grand total of 18, 18 missile systems. All right? Two radar dishes, one command vehicle. So as you lay, lay this motherfucker out, it gets laid out in a lazy W. Each missile system has 18 rockets on it. Okay. This bitch fires. It shoots. I, I give it, I give the Patriot all its due regard. It's an amazing weapon system. The radar domes lock onto the incoming threats. The command system allows the weapon system to fire. 100 kilometers out, it can spot targets. 100 kilometers out and we're talking anything from 50 feet off the ground to 35,000 feet off the ground this thing is amazing guess how much one system costs 30 million dollars 168 million dollars and that's without the warheads Excellent. that's just the system itself mm -hmm. and we're sending that to ukraine yep
fantastic. Each warhead is $47 million. Mm-hmm. Just to let you all know, that's how much money we're sending. But just to drop in the bucket, if you look on the new agreed upon omnibus spending bill that we're about to fucking kick off, $949 trillion. And it has, there's 37 different. Uh, Ukraine spending no, pieces. Guineas oh. in there oh. from different lobbyists or whatever, you know. This person's getting this amount of money and this person's getting this. It's just a, it's a fucking money laundering scheme all the That's way That's all out, it is. As usual. It's what they figured out with yep. Ukraine. Anyway, this is, play this next. This is disgusting. So this is from uh, UNICEF. Hmm. I don't know how we got into Ukraine. You went off the rails a little bit there, babe. Because um, we're, we're still on COVID. The jab. Well, I mean, does it really matter these days? They're all kind of one thing. All the same. It's all one big conspiracy. I know. Everything is linked. Everything's connected. I know. I know we should have called this everything's connected. I mean, everybody already knows that. It's so. true. It's true. It, wicked. It takes years to make more Patriot systems, not months. In 2020, scientists developed life-saving COVID-19 vaccines in record-breaking time. It was miraculous. It saved the lives of my parents and grandparents. In just a few months, nearly everybody in my country got the vaccine. I lost my mother right at the start of the pandemic. So many doctors and nurses got sick. School closed down. But then came the vaccine. You said life would return to normal. You restored our hope. And you promised you wouldn't stop there. You said you'd help other countries. You promised to share vaccines with the whole world. To make sure it ended everywhere for everyone. But you took too long. We bought up supplies and held them back, just in case. You let people in other countries suffer. Doctors and nurses kept getting sick. Teachers died. We let the virus carry on, going round and round and round. It changed into even more dangerous variants. Then it all came back, again and again and again. Schools closed again. Life kept getting turned upside down for all of us. Things could have worked out so, so different. You knew that no one is safe until everyone's safe. Read that. Okay. Hold on. We're going to go back because I want the audio listeners to catch this too. The world has billions of vaccines, but less than 5% of Africans have been vaccinated. Why is that? Mm, because they all take ivermectin. They oh, don't need it. And they know they don't need it. Yeah. World leaders, keep your promise to end the pandemic everywhere now. <laughs> Donate doses now. UNICEF for every child. Yeah. Well, uh, we know that's a huge liberal organization. Anyway, I, but I, I've dealt with those fuckers and I'm sure a non-Lone Ranger and anybody else that has ever been overseas has dealt with those fuckers, especially in third world countries. And they're absolutely worthless. Hmm. Um, I actually tried to um, put two of them in jail for trafficking terrorists Good. in the U.S., Good. 
just tried. Yep. Didn't work, but I got him kicked out of the country. Oh, that's good. So Ron DeSantis, you know, Trump said uh, America needs a superhero. So I first saw this yesterday morning. It does. It does work very well. Well, actually, I, I, I watched it. Um, <laughs> I watched part of it live and then I went back and I watched the beginning yesterday morning in the car as our teenager was driving and I started laughing and he said, what are you laughing at? And he's probably one of the most politically astute and knowledgeable teenagers around, which he absolutely hates, but he doesn't have a choice because he keeps asking questions. What's so funny? What are you laughing at? What's going on? And then I answer in great detail. So I was watching this. He goes, what's, what are you laughing at? I said, Ron DeSantis just announced he's running for president. You know, you have no idea how the clip, you don't understand how clips work still. Do he you? said, really? Watch this and tell me if you guys agree with me. Normally we let the bomb go first and then you go pick up the shrapnel. Yeah. You're like, I want to catch the shrapnel as the bombs explode. No, no, no. Tell me, tell me if you guys agree with us. I, I'm just saying. I'm, I'm, I'm merely just pointing it out. Um. Uh, I think you've continued to see people uh, in these bureaucracies and in this establishment behave in ways uh, that have totally squandered any type of confidence or goodwill that people would have. And our CDC at this point, anything they put out, you just assume at this point uh, that it's not worth the paper that it's printed on. And so it's not serving a useful function. It's really serving to advance narratives rather than do evidence-based medicine. And so in Florida, the Surgeon General actually has the ability uh, to convene uh, panels of experts to do uh, various things. And so we thought it was important, particularly me talking with other governors, to say, okay, because CDC will say these things, and then people will think, well, because they're saying it, then we have to do it. And maybe not quite as much anymore because people have lost confidence, but you still see it. We had to fight it with the masking in the schools because the, the, the school districts were citing CDC as the reason why they wanted to do it. We had to come and overrule that. Uh, but it was difficult because they were being put as an authority and some people were, were doing that. So other governors and I have talked about the need, uh, to have, uh, a panel of experts who can counteract nonsense when it's coming out of these institutions that are not going to just go along with the flow and follow pre-cooked narratives, but will actually do evidence-based analysis. And so uh, in Florida, uh, we're creating uh, what we're calling the Public Health Integrity Committee. It's a committee of expert researchers that will uh, be able to assess uh, recommendations and guidance uh, related to public health and healthcare, but particularly being able uh, to offer critical assessments of things that uh, uh, bureaucracies like the FDA, CDC, and NIH um, are doing. Uh, we know that there's been a lot of uh, faith destroyed um, in public health, uh, and I think that it's important that uh, we have folks who people actually can rely on when they're looking to answers and when they're looking for guidance on some of these really, really important issues. The people. No. no. Keep going. It, it doesn't go on. It, that's the end of the video. No, no. There's there's two more clips. <clears throat> All right. But no, it still doesn't sound like he has announced in that first clip. Mm -hmm. No. 
No, it sounds like he's being a governor. It sounds like he's stand, standing up for the people of his state. It sounds like the people of Florida don't have to worry about getting the jab. That's what it sounds like. Yeah. It sounds like he's taking care of the people of Florida, like any good governor should be doing right now, doing everything to stop these jabs going in people's arms. Because what we know about these jabs right now, they're killing people. Mm-hmm. They're killing people, folks. Oh, the death waves are here. I'm just saying. Without a doubt. I mean, I, I get it that he sounds spunky, but he didn't sound anything different than I expect to hear from a very good governor who is actually looking out for his people. I did not hear him say, that's why I want to run this country. Not once. Matter of fact, it sounded like he wanted to get the fuck away from the CDC and the FDA as far as he could. Mm -hmm. So that way he didn't have to deal with those fuck sticks at all. That's what it sounded like to me. Just saying, just in that first clip. We'll see what I say after this one. I brought, broke this up into a three part miniseries. That's how it was be able to get the data whether they want to give it or not uh, because in florida you know it is against the law to mislead and to misrepresent particularly when you're talking about the efficacy of a drug uh, we see just the other uh, just recently florida got 3.2 billion through legal action against those responsible for the opioid crisis and so it's not like this is something that's unprecedented so today uh, i'm announcing a, a petition with the supreme court of florida to impanel a statewide grand jury to investigate any and all wrongdoing in Florida with respect to COVID-19 vaccines. And we anticipate that we will get the approval for that. Uh, that will be something that will be impaneled, most likely in the Tampa Bay area. Uh, and that will come with legal processes that will be able uh, to get more information and to bring legal accountability for those who committed misconduct. One more time, he sounds like a governor who is taking care of the people of his state. Mm -hmm. It doesn't sound like he's running for office. It sounds like he doesn't trust the federal government. Mm -hmm. It really sounds like he's one of us. That's why he's running for office. It, it sounds like he has got a bone to pick because he believes what we believe. Mm, sounds look, like it, doesn't it? Look, the fucking... Vaccine doesn't work. But wait a minute. Hold on a second. I disagree. Because I also know something else. But we'll oh, get yeah. to that in a minute. What's yes. that? All right. We'll play the last one. The last one's from uh, the, the Florida Surgeon General. It just doesn't sound like he's... No, I don't think he all but declared. You're wrong. It he sounds like himself he is a governor in exact opposition to Trump who no, is still doubling down don't. on the jabs. We we saved 30 million lives with Operation so, Warp Speed. So let me and let, let they me were make the greatest sure, achievement ever. Let stop. Let me make sure I echo this properly because I don't want to take away from what you're trying to say. I'm not disagreeing in what you're saying. But I don't think Ron DeSantis is setting himself up for a 2024 run because I think he sees what type of an abortion 2024 is going to be. You got to remember, you got to remember, Ron DeSantis, Ron DeSantis is safe for another four years. He's good. Man. He's going to be the Florida governor, period. 
I, I don't think he wants to be involved in 24. I think Ron DeSantis is a smart enough man to realize that his chances. He's cunning. Are better served in 28 than 24. Because it, all Donald Trump has to do is throw his hat in the ring. That's it. And, and then he has a real fight through the primary. Does he back out if he goes in before Trump or after Trump? See, now he can't because Trump's already declared. Mm -hmm. If he goes in now and he sees it going wrong for him, he's going to have to back out. And that never looks good on any politician. When you're going up against a formidable, formidable foe, you always measure out every option. He is just behind the uh, Trump in the polls. So he's just behind him, but he'll never overtake him because Trump has got we'll already see. four years as president. Yeah. That's something DeSantis doesn't have. And any independent voter coming down on that line is going to go with somebody who's already done four years. I'm telling you. Because Washington politics is nothing to strife at, it's no bullshit. And everybody thinks, oh, it's just a bunch of talk. Yeah. People go in there with teeth, teeth out. Look at the faggot with one eye from Texas. What the fuck's his name? The douchebag seal. Crenshaw. Crenshaw. That retard. Look at him. Walking in there one eye. Couldn't even see the other side of an argument. But now he's the biggest liberal coming out of Texas there is. Well, someone bought him off and gave him a blowjob. So what do you want? Well, he couldn't see the other side of the argument. That's my point. I gotcha. All right. Well, play uh, the Surgeon General of Florida, Joe Lepato or whatever his last name is. I know he's how to spell it, but not say it. He's not bad. He's a pretty good dude. Mm -hmm. The involvement of the pharmaceutical industry, it's an excellent one because our media has clearly demonstrated that it is impossible to report accurately on something if you're also taking money from that same something. So what these people did was, what these researchers did was they looked, they performed autopsies on individuals who died suddenly, unexpectedly, without any, any known explanation, any known acute illness, within a few weeks of COVID-19 vaccination. And they published their results. And what they found was in, their, in the group of people they looked at, four out of 35 people who they looked at actually had myocarditis. And it was a type of myocarditis that was different from the typical types of myocarditis, which you can get from viruses, many different types of viruses. And specifically, it was a type of myocarditis that they attributed to mRNA COVID-19 vaccines. It is important to know that these people died at home suddenly. So all of the studies that you see about myocarditis, and Tracy raised this point, they are not included in these studies because these people did not show up at hospitals or emergency departments with chest pain or shortness of breath or, or other symptoms that would lead to a diagnosis of myocarditis. These are people who are not counted in any of those estimates that the CDC likes to pretend are accurate. So we are initiating a program here in Florida where we will be studying. Look, folks, this I, I, I've got to agree with the guy um, on, on this on this point. This is huge because you got to remember as a firefighter, as a, as a paramedic, better yet. 
Okay. If we show up to your house, right. And let's say, uh, it's two 30 in the morning and I'm some substandard medical crew, right? I technically really don't want to transport you at two 30 in the morning because I know that's at least an hour and a half of paperwork followed by three hours of driving. Um, a lot of these substandard medical crews aren't going to go as far as a 12 lead on you at that point. Even if you called us and you said, Hey, look, I'm having chest pain. What'd you eat for dinner? They're going to ask you what doctors used to ask you way back in the day. A lot of emergency medicine has transformed into shit. The doctors used to ask you like the, the secrets to life. If you ever watched Doc Hollywood and the kid was having acute respiratory anemia and his face was turning purple. And the reason was, is the little ass clown had been getting, had been getting into his dad's snuff and had been swallowing the juices from the snuff. Well, that also takes an effect on your bloodstream. When you have that much nicotine in your system, that takes an effect on your bloodstream. The fastest way to get rid of that is to drink a Coke because the acid in Coke is enough to cut through your stomach acid as well as that acid that's in your gut that can lead to that anemia that stops your blood from collecting hemoglobin as it goes through your lungs which leads to a purple jaundice type face. And this young doctor who happened to be freaking out played by that guy, by the name of Michael J. Fox, who moves like that now. So we, we know for sure he's not a doctor or a surgeon for that matter. He sat there and was ready to operate on this kid. And the old doctor showed up and goes, what are you doing? Stop. And handed the kid a Pepsi or a Coke. It was a Coke, I think. And the kid drank it and he was fine. Immediately, the blood turned. It immediately changed everything. And then the fucking Doc Hollywood, Michael J. Fox's character, looks at him and goes, Doogie Hauser. What the hell was that? And he explains the science to him. And when he does, all of a sudden, that motherfucker's the smartest son of a bitch out there. Yeah, that, like, that doctor, that old doc now has been fired for um, speaking out against the jab and uh, or retired before he was forced to get it. But my point is, is that emergency medicine has turned into that because when we show up at your house, 90% of the time, if we can't pinpoint what your ailment is. We will put a monitor on you. And if it's something heart related, we're not going to fuck around with it. You're getting in the back of the bus. There comes a point, believe it or not, folks, there does come a point where your care becomes more important. And we say, look, you're not going to have a choice here in a minute. Because seriously, if we're there and we see something and your, your care or your health is degrading in front of us. We will ask a police officer to help us get you into the, into the ambulance to get you to the hospital because there's obviously something wrong with you. Uh, Liana has a crush on Michael J. Fox. She's mad that you made fun of him. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay. You're going to finish that letting Joe Petto say what he was saying. 
Not really, because he was saying he's about to say the same thing he just said. I don't know. Let him finish. He he's going to say the same thing. Have you watched the clip? I already know. Yes. Okay. I did see this clip already. Thank you. So there. Okay. He's going to say he's about to say the same thing. He's going to say that. Look, Florida's going to start this same thing. If you want to hear it, we can play it. The incidence in surveillance of myocarditis within a few weeks of COVID-19 vaccination for people who die. This is gonna be a surveillance study using working with some of our medical examiners in Florida. We're also gonna be working with the University of Florida. So there will be a component that has more of a research, a research form to it. But we will answer this question. It is a question that I'm sure keeps the CEOs of Pfizer and Moderna up late at night, hoping no one ever looks, but we're gonna look here in Florida. Great. I, I I love it. Please do it. But now when are they going to discontinue it? the jabs in Florida? Because right now they're just not recommending them for people under or males between the ages of 18 and 50. When are you going to say no more jabs? No more jabs, period. Come on, Ron, because you don't get MC either. You were you were pushing them at the beginning right until your wife got cancer right after getting the jab. And then you were like, oh, shit, maybe the, maybe those crazy conspiracy theorists are right. Um, it, that's what happens when it hits you at home. Look, folks, we never told you to go get the jab. I went and got the jab as a science experiment. As a fucking retard. And, well, not really, because I've had every other jab the government's ever given me before. What's another two? How much more can they change in my we DNA? We literally had just gone done uh, an entire episode on how this was different from all the other jabs, and you went out and took it. So, yeah, you're a fucking retard. Well, I figured we were going to find out. I, I went Whatever. to the 10 level on the fuck you, around. You didn't like and me the so find much out then. Was a 10. No, you didn't like me so much out so much then, and you were trying to get the, the cop out. Oh, yeah, that's what it was. Yep. Yeah, I was just looking yep. to end it all. Yep, obviously. Babe, I got guns and bombs galore. Yeah. I could have ended it all a long time but ago. But then I wouldn't have a, a big soapbox to stand on, and, you know. It wouldn't be as much fun. And I, I wouldn't be able to collect as much money if you killed yourself. Shit. Damn it. <laughs> see this is what we talk about on our anniversary <laughs> it's, literally it's tradition on our anniversary that we discuss how to kill each other actually we were just talking about it today um a little early because our anniversary is not until this sunday but we were just saying that how easy it must be to kill someone these days just hypothetically speaking of course because uh, he was actually talking to the local coroner today we fixed his garage door and and he asked him you guys doing autopsies no not unless you pay for it. If you die of natural causes or if they if they suspect, you know. No foul play. Yeah, basically. In, in, in Georgia, if they suspect no foul play at GBI, not at your local coroner's office, at the GBI, the GBI office, your local GBI office, the coroner will not do an autopsy on your body. Mm -hmm. If your family wants an autopsy done on your body, they you have pay to pay for it. for it. They can pay for it. So. Um, it's so easy to kill someone and make it look like natural causes. I mean, it's easy to do anyway, but now it's super easy. Not really. Because never going to do an autopsy. Actually, insulin's a little hard to come by. There's some um, in the refrigerator. That's animal insulin. Though. Doesn't matter. How many milligrams is that? Um, I mean, there's, there's enough left. <laughs> <laughs> You're dead. You might not want to tell me that. <laughs> Just saying.
I know exactly how much you need and it's lights out. I'm just saying. I mean, there's pineapple floating around here somewhere too. So. <laughs> See that? This is how we talk. This is our anniversary. Oh, Usa. Anyway, uh, but but for real. Yeah, I didn't have seen myself. Neither did I, fucker. Cisco kid, come on, give me a break. Neither yes. did I. Yes. Yeah, I'll blame it on the Pineapple Express. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know there was actual pineapple in the weed cheese. Nick, <laughs> how many milligrams is that? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anyway, my bad. Play the next clip. I'm sorry. I was laughing too hard. Holy shit. You guys are funny. Our anniversary you guys are all... Sunday when we will be digging into uh, the Revelations timeline. Both chats. Love you both because you guys are both been on fire tonight. It's amazing. Holy shit. You guys are making me laugh. Oh, tonight. talk about fire. This is great. And I was really angry coming in tonight because I'd heard all that depressing information. But yeah, those uh, black posts suck. It really sucked to hear all the thing that I worry about is like the, the, you know, one of the things, this is a rather long story, but I'm going to try and make it as short as possible. When I finally made it back to the States and I finally got up out of bed, out of a bed and I was actually out of a wheelchair, not using a walker, still using a cane at the time. Um, but I was able to go back to work and I was like the first time that I felt like I was almost whole again. Like I had everything, like I put a uniform on and I shaved. You I was can like, wipe your own ass. Holy shit. I finally can go back to work. So I went back to work and, uh, I was standing there in formation. It was a Thursday morning because it was one of the days we were, we were required to be there to stand in formation at Walter Reed. And I'm standing there and, uh, this kid rolls in next to me and I say rolls in because he rolled in. Our anniversary is on Sunday, Doug, but yeah. He was a uh, triple amputee, lost both legs uh, above the knee amputations, lost his right arm at the shoulder, and his left hand, he had a piece of shrapnel go across his wrist, and it cut all the tendons in his left hand, so his left hand didn't work at all. And I asked the kid, I was like, what's up, bud? And we started talking, and I found out he was 21 years old. Um, triple amputee. I asked him, I was like, man, that fucking blows. I was like, what are they going to do? He's like, well, I'm, he's getting fitted for prosthetics. And he was happy about that. And I was trying to be as happy for him as possible. But I was really thinking in the back of my head, kid's only 21. What the fuck type of life does he have left for him? He's missing both his legs above the knee. He had one leg attached to him when he came back to the States. They couldn't save it. They ended up having to amputate it. Uh, ran over an IED. He was driving. His right arm was on the shifter on a Humvee. And when the blast ripped through the vehicle, it took off both of his legs and his right arm in one fell swoop. One leg was still semi-attached. They tried, like I said, they tried to save it. No luck. Um, he ended up losing it. It, It's like, those are the guys I worry about. I don't worry about the old fogies. Those guys have been there so long. They know how to fight the system. When you get up in rank, you learn how to fight against the system. 
You learn how to watch out for your own. You learn to pick your battles. I don't have to do that anymore. So now all those battles are mine. But that's the one I worry about. Those are the kids I worry about. Because what about those kids now? Are they getting the jab? Yeah. What type of life do they have? What is the possibility that they're going to have a normal life like the rest of us? Or even those guys who did lose three limbs, who did survive all of that shit now just to get the jab because he's part of the VA. Does that seem right? Does that make any sense to any one of you? Nothing makes any sense. I mean, to me, that that's disgusting. That makes me sick to my stomach. That makes me regret doing everything I did for this country because I know one of my own is just going to get fucking jabbed and he's going to die. What's the point? This shit is ridiculous. Don't do it. Don't send your kids to do it. Don't do it. Think you're going to be funny. And look at me. I was on TV and oh, I got a jab. I did that. I'm a dumbass. I admit it. But guess what? I got lucky. Mm -hmm. I don't win anywhere else. I never win at casinos. I always break even. I never win. Except for that one time. Yeah. A little bit. I, I won a little bit at that one time. But every other time I have, I always break even and I get the fuck out, break even, get the fuck out. There's no point in getting this vaccine. You don't need it. You want to fucking bring me up on charges for that? Fine. Fuck it. Do it. Go for it. Don't fucking do it. It ain't worth your life. It ain't worth your kids' lives. It ain't. What did I just tell you today? What did I just say about our youngest? Because he came home the other day. Going to school tomorrow. He was complaining about being sick. He's like, oh, I'm sick. He didn't sound that bad yesterday. He doesn't feel great. And I was just like. I was sitting in the kitchen earlier. I just gotten home from work. I was sitting in the kitchen earlier. I was making myself some lunch. And I heard him from his bedroom. And I was like. Yep, you're not going to school tomorrow. I was like, you know what? I'm just making an executive decision. I'm not going to quote your mom. You're not going to school tomorrow. Because you're right. I Right now, his immune system is down. For whatever reason, it's down because he's coughing, he's sneezing, he's got phlegm, he doesn't feel horrible, but he doesn't sound great. He doesn't have a fever or anything. So he just... if I keep sending him back to that Petri dish we call a school, eventually one of those fuckers, little kids that are fucking shedding everywhere are going to shed on him too. And if his immune system isn't strong enough to defend against it, he might not be able to, to I, do that. I don't think there's very many... Um jabbed kids in his school, not after, you know, one of the kids in his school was one of I'm the first. I'm not worried about the jab kids. To get jabbed. It's the teachers. I'm, it's the teachers it's the what teachers. I worry me. Yeah. It's not the kids nope, that worry me. It's all me. the teachers. Because yep. it's not the kids anymore yep. that are Petri dishes. No. It's now the teachers yep. that have become Petri dishes because they don't have an immune system. Nope. And they're just shedding everything. And they're shedding all sorts of diseases. Yep. We have no idea what your kids are getting introduced into. Exactly. I, I'm just throwing it out there, folks. Think about it. Sparky, you sent an email to you too. Which one? Bono? <laughs> Sorry, I couldn't resist. Trump's big announcement tomorrow is that Big Mike is running against him. I'm so excited. Big Mike? Big Mike? <laughs> All big right, Mike? Oh. Where's Big Mike at? Big Mike? Oh, but what I was saying before I play this real quick is that uh, they stopped mostly jabbing kids at his school when an eight-year-old had a stroke on the bus last year. 
This is true. Yeah. They did, but it's not them that I'm, I'm not no, worried no, about I know, kids. I know, it's the teachers. I'm worried more about the adults because the adults have the weird immune systems that have been introduced to all sorts of different things. And if they went out and got that jab, you know they got every other fucking jab that was out there. Well, a lot of people haven't gotten the boosters because they're like, fuck this, because they all got COVID. They got the jabs and they got COVID. They're like, why am I going to get a booster? There's actually a video on Instagram, again, that I can't, because we still haven't figured out how to do the Instagram. Just send it to me and I can do it. Okay. Fuck. I got to send you this video because there's a guy that actually asked the most poignant question ever. And uh, he was shut out of British Parliament to the point that they had to physically oh, remove him. Yes. Okay. And asked the question about if the jab works so well, why isn't it working? Mm-hmm. And they actually had to physically remove him. Yep. You only, you know, from only the like parliament. Four people showed up to the freaking parliament to hear the the COVID thing. Now, when they were debating their raises, everybody showed up. Oh yeah. But well, you know, when they have the COVID trials, only like four people show up. Four people anyway, show up. go ahead and play this. Fuckers. Well, this looks like an empty podium, <laughs> but that's you, just you'll me. See. I hope this is like somebody falling okay. over themselves. No, because that's the end. The way you counter misinformation and disinformation is that to do whatever you can. <laughs> Seriously, it's coming. Hey, look, I asked you the question today. Elon. I, all right, I'm still getting shadow banned, folks. Uh -uh. Still happening. Okay. I, I'm going to tell you why. I'm going to tell you why right now. Because he okay? has like 400 followers now and he only had 25 people look at his yeah, tweet. I've got 400 followers. Okay. I had 4,000 followers and only 14 people look at my tweet. So give me a fucking break. Well, you're getting shadow banned too. I know. Hey, I'm just telling you, you're getting shadow banned. Good job. You two are getting shadow banned. So I made this tweet this morning. I asked. Elon, in all seriousness, because, oh, it's not even showing up in my feed. That's because you have to go past the who to follow. He doesn't know how to use Twitter at all. I went past who to follow. And, and it's these are all your retweets. From two days ago. And They're not my tweets. That was three days. Yeah. So where is it, babe? I don't know. I, I don't know how to use Twitter, but yeah. You don't know how to use Twitter. I'm the one that just you told you. Suck at Twitter. It's not there. 14 hours, one day. Um, how do you have this set up anyway? Oh. You, he had the for you set up on Twitter, which meant you were, le you were letting the algorithm choose your uh, what you saw instead of just having your followers come through, which is probably why you're being shadow banned. Probably. It's amazing what you learn when somebody else, but it look, it still pops up. It doesn't even show up. Was it a, an original tweet or was yeah, it a reply? It was, no, it was an original tweet. It was my tweet. It wasn't a reply to something? No. Mm -hmm. I, I don't know what to tell you. There it is. Right there. Yeah, oh, there it shows up. Where did you go? Oh, Jesus Christ. There it is. So I, I, I asked him, I said, so with all, all your releases, is there more to come? 
How much was Twitter paid by all big three pharma companies to suppress information that has been proven factual, I might add, about ivermectin and hydroxychloroquine and its uses and its use and in healing, use healing and people. their use in healing people with COVID-19. So you think I got an answer? Yeah. No. But I'll read you my stats from the tweet. I've had 42 impressions, seven engagements, one detail expands. I've had zero followers or zero profile visits since then. Still getting shadow banned. Mm, so sad. Nothing's changed, Elon. It's okay. Uh, see what's going on in Australia. This is crazy. This actually, this lends credence to the information that you got from the doctor and the military. Okay. This is crazy. Mm hmm. Because remember, Australia is like three to four months ahead of us. Roughly. Not just yeah. the seasons, but with the jabs. Yep. A life saving machine is now within walking distance for every resident in Reservoir. Every home is now within 400 meters of, of a defibrillator, and over 3,000 people have been trained in CPR. 27 defibrillators have been rolled out at homes around the suburb, transforming the fifth deadliest area for cardiac arrests into the safest. Sudden cardiac arrest uh, affects and impact almost anybody. Uh, it doesn't matter. It's not about age. It's not about gender. Uh, it is simply a killer across the board. Over 6,500 sudden cardiac arrests occur in Victoria each year. 80% happen in the home. CPR within the first six minutes is crucial. And coupled with a defibrillator, it increases survival rates to over 50%. Start CPR. Press, press, press. Just 11 months into the Australian first trial, it's already saved a man's life. Friends of his were able to come over, know the defib was here and access the defib while the ambulance were on their way. St John's are in the process of selecting the next area to benefit from the program, but they are calling on the Andrews government to pitch in and provide funding to roll it out around the state. We know it's going to save lives. Uh, it is going to make a huge impact on communities. Rochelle Brown, 7 News. So let me let me tell you something about these little defibrillators. They're folks. putting defibrillators in residential homes, okay? Why? And why? Because the people First are at such heart risk of heart attacks. Okay. Now let me tell you something about these defibrillators really quick. Okay. They put these things up there and they're supposed to come around and check on them every four months. They don't. Why? They're medical units of instrumentation. You now, know how I know they don't? Because I had to buy one for our hotel and it sat behind the front desk for five years and no one ever came and checked it. The fire department put in, how do I know that they don't check them? Fire department at our kids' old school, private school, put in. An AED. AEDs at the school. Last time they checked them. When they put them in? When they put them in. How do I know that? Because I went and checked the tag. There's a check date that you have to fill out and sign on the AED. If you go look at your AED wherever you live or wherever you could work at, check the, the sign tag. They don't come standard in homes yet, but it, that's coming next. If somebody came in and filled it out, then that means a firefighter or a paramedic was there. Somebody who was there to judge life battery expectancy, which is the biggest part. You, remember... It's a battery. Yep. Batteries, cold and heat affect batteries differently. The colder it is, normally the better it is for the battery. The hotter it is, worse it is for the battery. Just letting you know. 
Defibrillators aren't the answer for this. It's not about getting blood flow. It's about blockages. Yeah. It's about clots. long stringy clots that get eventually into your brain and they cunt out your brain, period. It's what happens. You die from it. Think about the spiral of death. Everybody's talking about that. They're saying it looks like a stroke. Yet when they're examining these people who died from these spinning spirals of death, guess what they don't find in the brain? Any clots. But guess what they find in the rest of the body? That like 30% of the body was blocked up by clots. Mm-hmm. Imagine your brain didn't get enough blood to it. Oxygenated blood. Would you start to see some purple dragons? I got bad news for you. You're going to see some fucking purple dragons. Or the biosynthetic nanostructures um, tried to connect the person to the demonic realm, and uh, it worked too well. And you saw Satan. Could be. You never know. I'm just saying. Could be a lot of different things. Maybe ghosts. Whoopi might be there. That'd be scary. At this point, nothing is outside the realm of possibility. So I said that tongue in cheek, but it's actually a possibility. Hey, light it up. Strike it down for Justin. The crazy thing is that that is actually a possibility. Which part? Um, I, all of it, the nanosynthetic or the biosynthetic nanostructures trying to connect people to the, the internet of demons or it working. Your mom? No, she's not going to get connected to the internet of demons. Why? Because she runs that shit. (laughs) She's in charge of it. (sighs) Oh. Why do you think my dad's taking so many damn jabs? He wants to be many minions in his inner army. I personally don't want to be a minion in her army. I believe her hell would be hell on earth. No. I'm convinced of that. They couldn't decide. They could not come together on a will to the point where they almost got divorced over a will. And uh, and when I told him that if he got the jabs, he'd be dead in three to five years, he he saw the opportunity. He hoped I was right. And he, um, he, he started taking as many jabs as he can. I mean, I at this Mary point, Jane. I don't even know what else to think. He's trying to prove me wrong, and he's playing suicide by jab. I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. You know? That's your family. Although I do recommend this product. I just got it. Um, they're called... Uh, they're called Gunskins. I, I thought at first they were gay. And then I was actually looking at it and I was like, holy shit, these things are badass. But I turned my Glock into, yep, Deadpool's Glock. And it's got complete skin all the way around it. It's actually quite nice. They're waterproof the whole bit. I say it's gay because I didn't see one with sunflowers and butterflies on it to put on my gun. So they're gay. Well, they don't make one with, there's no sunflowers and butterflies Butterflies with handguns. Okay. It's, it's time to make the Jimmy Chongas. That's what we're talking <laughs> about here. It's serious. Oh, 
horrible. I don't know. I always liked Deadpool. He was a big, he was my, uh, he was my, the one comic I was waiting for them to make a movie out of. And when Ryan, when Ryan Reynolds said he was going to do it, I was like, I'm down. Best part of that movie is when he shot Green Lantern at the end. By far, everybody agrees. <laughs> Even Deadpool fans agree that is the best part of the movie. Because everything else is accurate per the comic. Yep. And then at the end, they add in their own little like side bit yep. where he goes and kills himself in the fucking movie. And I was like, that is fucking that is awesome. awesome. And then in the second one, when they went on and went after fucking uh, Wolverine, I was like, all right, you guys got it. Anyway. Oh, all right. That's what Deadpool was. Let's move on. Yeah, we're done with the St. John ADs. I'm kind of done with that fucktard. But you got this one. <sighs> nope, you got this one. All See, right, fine. my my sidearm my sidearm has a Punisher butt plate. Mine just has a Deadpool butt plate. Mm -hmm. I like it. I was always a big fan yes, of Deadpool. Yes, I did get a hit on Lone Ranger. Thank you. I know you got a hit. Shit. She didn't get a hit. Bullshit. Uh-huh. She fucking steals that shit. Middle of the night, I catch her. I'm Thank you. Uh, does President Biden support or oppose legislation legislation that has stolen Congress to create a 9-11 style commission to investigate the U.S. response to the COVID pandemic. What is the White House position on, on this? So I think this has been asked before. I think during uh, Jen's tenure, I don't have anything uh, more to add or more to uh, look into on this. I would have to go back to the team and see if our position has changed, uh, but nothing well, new for you. What was the position? No, I'm just saying I, I know that this has come up. I just don't have anything else new to add but or so to go back and ask and to see where we are on that. So whether you, but does the administration support it or oppose I, it? Or I just, I just so, answered you. So wait a minute. Your answer is you don't know? Question. Correct. I said, I know this has come up in the past, but I don't know if we've changed our position. I have so, so your answer is, I don't know. Let me, let me make sure I'm accurate about that. Your answer is, I don't know. Let me, let me see what you say now. Cause I go back to see exactly where we are on that particular question. That would be, I don't know. Yeah. She doesn't. I'd have to go back and check. I don't she know. doesn't know. Fucking retard. I don't know. Jesus Christ. Oh, my Lord. The little one's going on, going to bed. He came in the chat to tell us he's going to bed. <laughs> he really doesn't feel well. Yeah, if he's going to bed now. At 7.30, he's, he's, he really doesn't feel well. Yeah. That's something. And again, because I haven't been able to do it tonight because oh, she yeah. had no idea that she was going to do that to me. And now, a message from Dr. Anthony Fauci. Yes, Dr. Anthony Fauci. Mm -hmm. He's here. Yes, he is. He's here for you. Oh, Ronald McDonald's in the chat. Here we are going into the third year of it, and we are still mm -hmm. in the middle of a pandemic with the numbers that you just showed. We're still in the middle of a pandemic? Pandemic with the numbers you just... Well, that's true. Joe did extend the emergency out until oh, April oh, oh, of oh, next he did. year. Oh, mm -hmm. he did. Oh, yep. Okay, I didn't know that yep. Joe did that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you know, he said he said that the pandemic's over, but then he extended the emergency to April of Well, he's got to because how else do you launder money? Um, exactly. I mean, how else do you do it? Plus, the only way to bring masks and lockdowns back is to already have an emergency in place. Because then you can just put the back in. There you go. Now we can so, just say... There's an emergency, so you gotta put your mask back on. But um, and the, we're we're changing, we're doing a quick change of topic here. COVID's over, okay? No more COVID. But the depopulation agenda hasn't gone away. 
Okay, I'm confused. So mm. how is COVID not over? You you won't be confused in a moment. Play this and you'll see what I mean. Uh, I'm confused how. Megan, have a seat. Well, Megan, we heard from HR that you recently discovered you're pregnant. Is this true, Megan? <laughs> yes, I, I am. Megan, you are a valued member of this company. Very valued. And we have a generous package to help you out for the days ahead. Very generous. Paid time off, uh, appointment expenses covered, meals covered, flights in and out of state. That is awesome. Uh, flights out of state? I, I, I don't think I'll be- Yeah, we wanna make sure that our workers are taken care of. So just tell us how much time you need to take off and then um, when you return, we can get back to it. I mean, do you think we can expect to get rolling in three weeks? Three weeks? The baby isn't due for another seven months. And then, uh, well, and also how much time did you say I can take off after delivery as well? Oh, yeah, uh, yeah. Um, okay, that's a wrench in things. Yeah, that's, gonna, that's a curveball. It's really gonna throw off our schedule. I'm sorry. Um, the baby's got to come out at some point and then... Yeah, we were hoping that would be the next couple of weeks. You know, you can fly to another state. And Stay in a really nice hotel. Yeah, and go to some nice restaurants on the company. Are you telling me to get an abortion? <laughs> no. <laughs> no! <laughs> Dropping the A word on us here. <laughs> I mean, this is all about what you want, Megan. This is your body, your choice. Your body. Your choice. Entirely up to you. Um, this baby. Uh, yeah, you know what, Trish, can you come on in here? Thanks for coming in, Trish. Absolutely, sir. Uh, you can just stand right over here and um, let Megan take a good look at you. Now, Megan, would you rather be some trophy housewife or would you rather be Trish? You don't want to be a trophy. Tell her about your career journey, Trish. Entered as an unpaid intern straight out of grad school, part-time after a year, full-time after another two years, six years of 80 hours a week before promotion to management. Now I'm down to a smooth 60. Two years later, awarded Employee of the Year. Happiest day of my life. Which do you think she'd rather be holding in her arms? That award or a baby, Megan? Not even a question, right? Why do I have to pick one? Could never be who I am today with a kid to take care of. Wait, are you telling me you got pregnant on purpose? Who does that? That's what I'm saying. Having kids, what are you, a boomer? <laughs> Megan, I wouldn't hesitate to say that Trish is nearly as important to this company as any man. Thank you for saying that, sir. You don't want a kid, Megan. Get a puppy instead. That's what I did. Oh. Actually, Trish, um, with your work from home, we were thinking that there would be a productivity increase if you didn't have that puppy. I can't believe you would insinuate that I should get rid of my puppy. That is offensive, Larry. All right, Larry, don't be offensive. Here, Megan, take this plant. You can have it. Invest your maternal instincts into this. Ooh, yeah, this won't keep you up at night. Megan, this is a woman's right. Having an abortion is something only women can do. Having a child is something only women can do. Do you want a kid or do you want to be successful? You gotta choose. I disagree. Well then, I guess we're gonna have to revisit that discussion about your metrics and whether or not you're going to hit those metrics. <laughs> The metrics. Are you saying that you would actually... This is your body. Your choice, Megan. Unbelievable. 
But we support you in meeting these metrics. We support women. This is all about women's empowerment. I am a feminist. Work for any major company, and you'll see that our offer is very competitive. Disney, Starbucks, Tesla, Procter & Gamble. Okay, this is what's going to happen. I'm going to go back to my desk where I'm going to continue to do the excellent work that I've been doing for this company while my baby grows inside my belly and then I will give birth to that baby in seven months. And then I'll take the 12 weeks of paid maternity leave. My baby will be on my insurance and once in a while I might need a little bit of flexibility, but I will continue to knock it out of the park like I always have. Classic submissive conservative woman. Obviously listening to a bunch of men telling her what to do with her body. It's like she wants us all to live in the handmaid's tale, you know? Wow. <sighs> Jesus Christ. What are we doing? Dirkin's right. That shit isn't funny anymore because it it's is not real. real. It's going on. Mm-hmm. What are we doing? Oh, yeah. Why are we taking these people out and just fucking shot them in the head? Yep. Fuck is wrong. My God. Hmm. Call these people out, please. Sparky boy, I'm sorry that you're a one pump jump, darling. <laughs> oh, wow. Jesus Christ. Anyway. More from. I don't. I don't even know what this clip says. Just look at look at look at Fauci right there. He looks like Hitler. Doctor Antoine Fauci. Hey, look, look like look at Doctor Adolf Fauci. Adolf Fauci. <laughs> look, look at look at the shadow. His new nickname is Adolf Fauci. <laughs> look at the shadow. Adolf Fauci. That's it. <sighs> wow. <laughs> Adolf Fauci. Done. Okay. Done. All right. All right. Pound it. All right. Sparky corrected me. It's three quick pumps. <laughs> so politicized as as COVID-19. I mean, you found yourself, we've talked about this many times, at the center of some of that angry debate. Elon Musk just came at you and attacked you. But the latest now, Dr. Fauci, is Florida Governor Ron DeSantis. He's now asking the Florida Supreme Court to greenlight an investigation into, and the way he put it, is any... Uh, any and all wrongdoing in Florida with respect to COVID-19 vaccines. What's your reaction to that? I don't have a clue, Kate, what he's asking for. I mean, we have a vaccine that unequivocally is highly effective and safe and has saved literally millions of lives. The Commonwealth Fund has come out with a report just this past week that vaccinations that have been administered over this period of time, this last year and a half to two years, has saved 3.2 million lives, 18 million hospitalizations, and approximately $1 trillion in costs. So what's the problem with vaccines? Oh my God, I mean, I vaccines can't even. are right. life-saving. Turn off Adolf. So I quite can't. frankly, Kate, I'm not sure what, the what they're trying to killers. do down there. They've it, not it saved. Gets they that. just they're just pulling he's literally just pulling numbers out of his ass. They've not saved three million lives. They've Who? certainly he just said that the vaccine Who? saved three million lives. Who? And eighteen million <laughs> hospitalizations and a trillion dollars in costs. Are you fucking kidding me? I only pulled that clip because he looked like Adolf Hitler in it with the shadow. 
from his nose. I couldn't actually listen. All right. And to contrast that, let's listen to another, not a doctor, but this one has a lot better information. She's a PhD. She's, she's not a medical doctor. Um, that'd be Dr. Naomi Wolf. I have to say, since I started the show talking about the news with Dr. Doctors McCullough and Malone, you, along with myself, continue to remain banned on Twitter. So I assume we must be the most dangerous of them all, Naomi. The most dangerous girls in America. <clears throat> That's right. It's uh, really surreal. <laughs> I mean, I'm really happy to see Dr. McCullough back on Twitter and, you know, all the other people, uh, President Trump allowed back on Twitter, whether he tweets or not. But you and I, Emerald, you know, we're the we're the real threats um, in, in bringing uh, evidence to America that, uh, you know, over and over again is proving true. So it's I'm, I'm intrigued to see why Elon Musk is um, holding us at bay. Uh, my team has a lawsuit uh, against Twitter. Uh, perhaps that's the reason that um, my account hasn't been restored. But um, let's keep reporting because clearly there's clearly there's some volatility with you and me and and the messages that we're bringing forward that keep proving true. Apparently, so I think one day we'll find out. Uh, but for now, as you said, we'll just keep reporting. Interesting, isn't it though? How she's not allowed back. She is not allowed back on Twitter. I thought you said it was a free speech platform. No, 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 no. Free speech for who? No. Free speech for your people or for our people? Mm -hmm. Because I'm really tired of hearing that. That's really weird. Now there's uh, still them and us. It drives me, you know, it drives me nuts how. Elon is, he's literally the poster child for the new world order, for everything they want. He fucking Tesla and Neuralink, right? I mean, he's leading the the green weenies and, and the transhumanism agenda, but he buys Twitter. First off, how, how did they even let him buy Twitter? Right. They fought for him to buy Twitter. Cause he was like, I want to buy Twitter for 44 billion. And then he was like, yeah, no, I'm not. And then like, no, no, yes, you are. They brought him to court to force him to buy Twitter. And, and now he, he claims he's giving free speech to everyone, which he isn't because Alex, he said, Alex Jones can't come back. Um, just absolutely not just no. Um, and a couple other people as well, David Icke. Nope. Can't come back. Um, and obviously Emerald Robinson, Dr. Naomi Wolf. There's lots of people who should be coming back and aren't. He wore the freaking Bayomet costume, Baphometh costume to Halloween, and it is his profile picture on Twitter. He is still. telling, still, he is telling the entire world, hey, I can be the freaking Antichrist, but if I just give you a little crumb, you're all going to follow me and think I'm, I'm actually Jesus. Come again. I'm just saying skip Neil because he, he, we don't have time for him. All right. We don't have time for him. Mm-mm. Tell you what. No, you can. Yeah, no, I mean, we didn't have time for him. You can play her. I, I suppose. I, well, I wasn't sure. Cause I know dirty mop heads back. God oh forbid. My, oh my God. And she's wearing this. Who would wear that dress? Would any of you? Look, if, guys, it, it, 
I don't know who is attracted to things like this. Are you but the fashion police now? I am. I'm going to be a little fashion You're going to be the fashion here. police. Because I'm sorry. If you're trying to look attracted to me and you put that on. She's, I, she doesn't give a fuck about you, babe. She's a dyke. Oh, that's right. Yeah. And remember, women don't dress for men. Women dress for other women. So obviously... Yeah, but somehow you got to look attractive for men too. No matter if you say you're dressing for other women, whatever. I don't give a shit about that. Most but, men don't care. And if they do, they're usually gay. Yeah, but you got to have to look attractive. That does not. That looks like a retarded fucking Q-tip. Uh, a really dirty, retarded Q-tip. All right, fashion, please go ahead and play the clip because I, I don't want to look for, at her for any longer than I have to. I'm just saying. Okay. Jesus Christ. From screen on immigration, how concerned is the administration that there will be this unprecedented surge of migrants trying to come across the border once Title 42 goes away? So look, um, as you know, um, uh, as I know you guys are all tracking, the Secretary Mayorkas is in El Paso today and he's assessing operations and he's speaking to the workforce down there. He's also meeting with local officials who have been in, who have uh, been incredibly important partners uh, as we rebuild our asylum system. The Department of Homeland Se Security is working to quickly decompress uh, what we're seeing in the El Paso area, for example, and safety and uh, efficiently screen and process migrants to place them in immigration enforcement proceeding. Over the last 18 months, uh, DHS has deployed enhanced autom automated processing system, automated sur sur surveillance towers, rescue beacons, and additional personnel to the sector. In addition to that, CBP has deployed additional agents support the sector. Uh, that's on top. Right. She's, she's reading, reading the off the fucking script. What, what, what was the point of this? Okay, so she's going on about how they've done so much on the border. Um, that they're smoked. Title 42 is about, I mean, it's got... Well, no, Monday, gone. Yeah. Now, even Democrats are asking Biden to extend Title 42. Like, hey, look, you Please. don't have a plan. Because that like what in September, he was like, we have a plan. Well, we don't, we don't have, we, we, we're not sure yet. Well, we're no, no, we're discussing just, processes. What, what is your plan? There is no plan. That is the point. Mm -hmm. There is no plan. No, the plan is to let them all in. So you folks down in Texas, I feel bad for the you. The plan is to bring more people shit. down. Why are they even processing them at this point? Why don't they just fucking just let them in? I, I, I'm at, you're taking up so much manpower by doing that. By processing them. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Just let them in. Let them in. Yeah, it is. Uh, you're right. It is. It's like next Wednesday, I think. Is it next Wednesday? Yeah, it's the 21st. I thought it was next Monday. Mm-hmm. Does yep. it matter at this point? I, I I mean seriously. What difference at this point does it make? I, I don't know. It, to me, it just seems like shits. <laughs> Human sacrifice, dogs and cats living together, mass hysteria. I, I I don't know what else to say. I know this is a fucked up, crazy, upside down clown world. And get ready. Because it's only going to get worse. It's only going to get worse. Administration officials say everything is under control. Here's National Security Advisor Jake Sullivan. But we do have estimates of how many encounters there are at the border. We have believed that that system uh, is a system that does 
an effective job of being able to determine who is coming across the border and what the right way to deal with their case is. Uh, are there national concerning concerns over the Title 42 expiration? We are taking steps to be able to manage the expiration of Title 42 and to put in place a process that will be orderly and humane. And we believe that in doing so, we can protect our national security concerns. He better be right. The cover of the New York Post today reads, Rush Hour. Thousands wait as border will throw wide, be thrown. It's a bold strategy, Cotton. Let's see if it pays off for them. Wide open in just eight days. The editorial board writes, most of the people crossing should not qualify for it, but Biden lets them in anyway. Gianno Caldwell, Fox News political analyst, Jose Aristomuno, former DNC deputy press secretary. Gentlemen, this is going to be a lightning round. Let's hit it first with you, Jose. If you can even... Actually, no, we're not going to listen to this because this Jose guy was on later in the day with Martha McCallum. If you want to see what happens to somebody who gives a lot of excuses and you want to see somebody who actually holds people accountable, I ask you to go watch the two different interviews here because something I'm going to tell you right now, in case you're not aware, Harris Faulkner is a gigantic liberal completely folks. she is not a republican mm-hmm. she is a wolf in sheep's clothing okay martha mccallum destroyed that dude all she did was stand up and not let him bullshit his way through an answer because he didn't or he didn't want to answer her question that she asked which it's really funny Because Republicans, we're so fucking stupid. You really are. I got to say this. Republicans are some of the dumbest creatures I've ever seen. You walk people into the two-answer trap. Yet then you back off like a bitch. Hold them to the two-answer trap. Yeah. If you make them say yes or no. They have to make a 50-50 choice. If you have half a nut, you stand up and you say, no, 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 dick. Yes or no. You either do it or you don't. This is a black and white issue. You're either black or you're white. Which one is it? Um, I mm, On the border, there it's not so black and white. Shut it. The point is... We don't do that. We don't do that. Why? No, no, I'm not talking about a party. I'm not talking about a majority. I'm talking about you all. Why don't you? Hold people accountable. Why aren't we bringing this shit up? Why aren't we reaching out to our senators who are not voting the way that we believe that they should be voting? Why are we not picking up the phone writing letters right now? Because they don't do anything. We know it. But only those that attempt can bitch. Those who don't attempt. Absolutely. You don't have a bitch. That's true. So attempt. Give it a shot. Let's all at once do it. Send a letter in. Say, fuck it. Write a letter. Because if I don't write a letter, I'm picking up my rifle, I'm walking up the road, and I'm going to put an end to every liberal I see. 
until everybody else stands up with me. Because I'm done with this shit. That's step two. How far are we from step two? We're not very far. I'm telling you. We are not very far. That is itching along the voluntary releasement of our Second Amendment right. That's what they want from us. Our voluntary release of our Second Amendment right. Not something they're going to repeal. No, no, they want you to voluntarily give up your Second Amendment right. They want you to go hand your... Here you go, Mr. Governor. I'm sorry. I bought a gun. Polka dot, make sure you write that letter to Fetterman in Braille. (laughs) (laughs) Or send an audio message (laughs) or singing telegram. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, shit. Uh, Could you imagine a guy sitting there going, oh, dear Mr. Dipshit, I've got to tell you. Oh, anyway. Oh, shit. Play the next one. Oh, my God. Oh, that'd be. Why don't we have singing telegrams anymore? What the fuck? Oh, Hmm. man. Miss those days. Oh, the 50s. They were so fun. Oh, all right. So, this is some crazy shit. So, eight, I just have to ask how many times are we going to hire spies into social media? No, that's not this one. Oh, that's not this one. No, no, no. This is the one that we saw. I think it was last night. That so, was last night. If you guys don't think that they're still coming after Biden, because you know Tucker's a fucking CIA shell just like the rest of them, right? He's big time. They are, they are, they are looking to get rid of Biden real quick, fast, and in a hurry. Like they know how bad of a drag he is on the liberal party. They, Huge. They are bringing back, you know, over the last couple of years, we have seen one person after another go down for something, get entirely canceled for something they did or said 30 or 40 years ago. Right. We're like, how is that fair? Except now we might watch Biden go down for something he did and said 30 or 40 years ago. Is that fair? I I don't know if that's good. Let's put it that way. Mm -hmm. Biden is a known enemy. You know where Biden stands. Kamala Harris is in the picture, folks. We have absolutely no idea what's going on. Oh, they want her out too. But they'll come after her right after. But it will take them a while. That's why Trump Trump is going to run to the government. I bet you Trump. We'll see. Okay. Go ahead. Play this one. I would be way too happy. Okay, I'm going to just hold off on that one because I've got to think about this because I just had something snap into my head. What's that? And now I'm going, hmm. Okay. What are the possibilities that he could do that and pull that off? I told you. Now it's in your head. <laughs> yeah. Wow, I just got mind fucked mm-hmm. on the air, folks. Mm-hmm. You want to yeah. know what a mind fucking looks like? Mm-hmm. Holy shit. Yeah. So hold on. No, I want to share this. Because I think this is huge. You can still run for president while you're Speaker of the House. No, 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 no. Listen. Nothing for him. Shush. Hmm. 
Fuck you. You're right, no. Liana. I do need a, a spit wad blower for when he tells me to shush shut, shut okay, it or whatever. Good. Yes, do it. But fine. But listen, you're right. They banned straws. I can't. They didn't ban straws in Georgia. Just get the <laughs> fuck out of here. The only green weenies are doing that. Uh, okay, that's right. But think about this. Mm-hmm. Okay. I've been thinking about this we, for two years. Go ahead. We impeach Biden. Mm-hmm. We all say, fuck, Kamala. We impeach Kamala. Then who? No, Trump. probably kill her. Trump. Okay. Listen, mm-hmm. Trump, guess what? Those two years don't count to. No, they don't count. They don't count to nope. any part of nope. any like part of his presidency. Mm-hmm. Nope. He wouldn't be even interim. He would be designated mm-hmm. per the statute of the law. But it doesn't count he as a term. He would not be considered an elected president, mm-hmm. but he would be considered technically president. Mm-hmm. So hear me out. Two years to do all this damage to the country. Two years to restore it. Four more years of prosperity, followed by another eight years of prosperity. Mm. Yes. Oh, yeah. Another eight years in mm-hmm. Ron DeSantis because Ron wouldn't fucking run then. Ron would be no, no, I got way brighter to say, nope, I'm backing out of this bitch until 24 ju- or 28, just like I should. Maybe. I, I'm not saying maybe. That's I don't, definite. I don't, I don't Ron see it, is not stupid. Ron is not going to go after No, but the he has Trump a World wave. Economic Forum young global leaders yeah, graduate. But, so we'll see. I, anyway, play this. He went there, but yet all of them turned their back on him. We'll see. Just saying. Mm-hmm. Might be for show. Might not. We'll see. As you said, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see act into law. It's supposed to combat sexual harassment. But what you probably didn't read is that Joe Biden himself has been credibly accused of sexual misconduct and not just by his own daughter, whom he showered with. In the presidential election of 2020, Tara Reid, a woman called Tara Reid, emerged to say that while working for Joe Biden in the U.S. Senate, he sexually assaulted her in a violent way. Most of the media buried the story. And we'll be honest and admit that we didn't know what to think of it. But we finally sat down and talked at great length with Tara Reid to hear what happened. And we were completely convinced that this is real and that she was able to prove it. The whole story is part of a brand new episode of Tucker Carlson today, but here's part of it. When Biden started acting weird towards me, he would like put his hands on my shoulder and put his fingers underneath my hair and do weird things like that. And then there was a scene where. What did you think of that? I mean, did you. Well, you know, bear in mind, and you were around in a professional in the 90s, it was a different. I don't know if you were in DC, but it was a different I was vibe. In DC, yeah. Okay, that was a different vibe, but it still was weird. I never had an employer do that. And Panetta certainly didn't act like that. No, he's not like no, that. No, not at all. And um, he's just all business. And, um, you know, Joe Biden was always, he didn't seem like an intellectual giant. Let's put it that way. Right. No, he was famously not. Yeah. But but a charismatic and warm guy. That was the, that was the. Yeah. And, you you know, and that's the thing behind closed doors. He was very, um, he's very temperamental. Really? And he would do this thing where he smiles when he's angry. It's very disconcerting. (laughs) 
very disconcerting, that big smile. And he's, you know, would he be angry? And he was, he was very temperamental. He had me up against a wall and he penetrated me with his fingers against oh. my will. And I, um, you know, it was, it wasn't just the assault though. Um, it was, it was everything to do with here I am, this young staffer, and he did this, and then I made him angry. And that's like someone you don't want to make angry because I said no. I just and, think it's, yeah. I, I, I've got to be honest, one of the reasons I didn't know what to make of your story was it's so, I've been a man for, you know, 53 mm -hmm. years. Yeah. I've never heard of anything like that. Like that's, you know, men do all, men, men are kind of piggish, as we know, yeah. and they do piggish things. But that's like, that's like kind of like rape. I mean, that's like so out of he, bounds that it's weird to think someone would do something like that. It was just, it happened all at once. It happened really quickly. There was no like flirtation with him or anything like that. It was very, you know, um, he's he was usually with people and he wasn't. I was like at the wrong place, the wrong time, so to speak. And when it happened, um, he at first was like, come on, man, I heard you liked me. And I, you know, I froze. And then he said he got angry and that's when he smiled, you know, that smile. And that's what was really jarring. And then he said, he pointed his finger in my face and he said, you're nothing. You're nothing to me. And then I, I must have had a certain look on my face and he just took my shoulders and shook him. He said, you're fine. You're fine. You're fine. And then he turned around and he walked away. And I remember it was just such a jarring, shocking incident. Probably was all of less than five minutes, right? But my vivid memory is sitting on this, these marble stairs and my legs were shaking so badly because it wasn't just what he did. It's that I knew my career was over. That was it. Like I had said, no, it was an awful thing. And this was the end. He used his power and resources to silence me. And I'm going to share something with your audience. They took a cannonball to my life. Yeah. They went after my family. So when that day, when he did that assault, he took my future. I didn't want to sleep with some senator. I wanted to be one. And that day, it ended. The cruelty she describes, not just an unwanted advance, not just the sexual violence, but the meanness to her from Joe Biden and from his staff and from people throughout the Democratic Party will just absolutely blow your mind. It's really offensive to anybody, not on partisan grounds. This is a human being. You can't believe people would act that way, but they did. So we called the White House. So Tucker said he, ne he couldn't, he never heard of a man acting that way before. That's what I don't believe. Tucker, how long you been in uh, news media, fake Hollywood? You never heard of a man acting like that before? Because I heard of it and I'm not in Hollywood or the news media. Shit happens all the time. It sure as shit happened all the time in the 90s. Bill Clinton, anyone? In all the time that you and I have been married, mm -hmm. now going on 18 years, mm -hmm. how many times have I ever...
put my hands on you in a way that you were actually, holy shit, like I'm completely scared for my life right now. Well, never. Okay. Just wondering. Okay. 18 years of marriage. Yeah. She's pissed me off to no end. Don't mm -hmm. get me wrong, folks. I put holes in walls. Oh, oh, oh yeah. I will oh, punch yeah. a wall yeah. in a heartbeat because yeah. you know what? I know destroying that wall. I know I've got to fix it. I know I do. And I know it'll piss me off. But you know what? I know that minute, that fraction of a second of deciding whether she was an enemy or friendly. Pick the right choice. Because I had that discernment to say, I know I'm not angry at her. I'm just angry at the current situation. But you remember that time when I was at work, it was when I worked for Hilton. Um, and uh, I was a supervisor on the front desk. And my general manager was uh, married, two kids. Older daughter was a complete whore. But, I mean, he took her to Hooters for her 16th birthday. You're really going to bring this up. She got pregnant when she was 18. For anyway, real? Um, for real? Regardless. No, no, no. That's, that's, that's just a tan tangential to the no, story. No, no, You're going to bring what, up just the what other a shit thing. Bag. Yeah, just what a shitbag he was. So I'm standing at the front desk one day, and my hair was about as long as it is now, right? And down and curly just like this. And he walks up behind me, and he starts playing with my hair, like stroking it and, and rubbing it. And he goes your hair really is as soft as it feels. And I turned around and I looked at him and I said, you do remember that my husband is a sniper, right? And he's going to be home in like two days. And, <laughs> and he turned pure, like went dead sheet white. I think he was probably drunk. It was like 11 in the morning. So it was past time for him to be drunk. Um, so... <laughs> He went to breakfast drinks, huh? <laughs> yeah. He went down to Well, after he got fired Sapphires from that, on the after river? he got fired from that job for being a drunk, he ended up being the vice president of Wet Willies and like got to be a professional drunk. Until his dad died and he inherited millions of dollars and now he can be a fucking all-time drunk. Unemployed professional drunk. <laughs> but anywho, shit, that's what I would do. Right? Um anyway, is that really what happened? Yeah. No shit. Yeah. I thought he was in jail. No. No. Are you sure he went to jail? No. He, he did go to jail. He he went to jail for a night um after his DUI after his third DUI, but was, that was it. No, 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 no. That was no, it. No, no, no. His daddy bailed no, him no. out before his daddy died and he his, got out. It was his eighth DUI. Okay, well, maybe, but and they were like, We're he, done. No, he went to the drunk tank and he sobered up for a night. He was out in twenty four hours. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, oh, he was out in twenty four hours. But the point is, guys do that shit all the time. They always have. Especially if they think that they can take advantage of a situation that it's not going to come back on them. Now, my boss, I reminded him very quickly that it would come back on him very quickly if he even moved his finger one inch lower than where it was at that point. But, um, yeah, no. And actually it was funny because Mick came home like a week later and he went to a party in my boss's neighborhood and my boss walked to the door and he took one look at Mick and he was drunk and he, he like, he again went sheet white when he saw Mick and he ran out the door and he crashed his golf cart trying to flee and got a DUI on his golf cart.
But anyway, um, like I said, he had like eight DUIs. That's but this shit happened all the time. Like this, anyway. I believe Tara Reid because I've heard this story before. I remember it when it first I, came out. I remember out. the story. I My remember only her problem mom is... calling into Rush. I think it was. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um, right I, after I, it happened. Yeah I, yeah, I remember all that. But my point is this, right, Tara Reid. They're rolling her out because they're they're pushing the twenty fifth. Them. She ain't much to look at. Oh. oh no, she definitely um, she definitely did everything she could to make sure that she, she would never be in that situation. No, no, on the way that down. she would never be in that situation again. It could be defensive. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Oh yeah. Yeah. No, she wanted to make sure that she would not be in that situation again. So she did everything she could to make sure I that, could that, see that she ate everything she could to make sure that that happened. <laughs> Fucked up, baby. You're right. I could see it. It's a fucked up thing to say, but I could see it, and everybody else sees that too. Just saying, folks. Anyway, going Josh Holly's got going something back to, say. to 25th and Joe out. Here we go. It has now been 16 months since President Biden's disastrous withdrawal from Afghanistan. 16 months until Lance Corporal, since Lance Corporal Schmitz from Missouri. And 12 other Marines lost their lives at Abbey Gate. 16 months since hundreds of American civilians were left behind to the enemy. 16 months. No one's been fired. No one's offered answers. There's been zero accountability. And so for approximately the 200th time, we are here on the floor as I continue to fulfill my pledge to seek accountability for what happened at Abbey Gate, for the lives that were lost, including the life from my own state, Lance Corporal Schmitz, and to press for answers. It is not too much to ask that not just the families of the fallen, but that the people of this country not be lied to about what happened at Abbey Gate, and we be given the answers that the American people deserve. So where are those answers from Abby Gate, Joe? Joe, I'm asking another question like I was on Twitter earlier asking you questions because you're too retarded to answer me. So I'll ask them on here where I can do it slower for your dumb retarded ass to fucking listen to me. So again, Joe, where are the answers for Abby Gate? Where are you holding anybody accountable in your government, Joe? Where are you holding anyone accountable in the United States military, Joe? Where are you holding anyone accountable, Joe? None. No, no, not at all. Um, But again, you're a treasonous bastard, Joe. This is a true statement. You've done nothing but murder innocent Americans by giving them a jab, by fucking the whole Abigail incident and everything that happened to every Afghani that happened after that point. That kind of falls on you, Joe. Why don't you put us up on the screen? I... Josh Hawley, you got to get faster with what we're talking about here. You're talking about murder, bud. Murder. Known homicide. You decided this. You did it. Fuck this shit. Stop being nice. No, no. Play Tulsi. 
I know. I know. I support Senator Mitt Romney. Mm-mm. Senator Mitt Romney put out a tweet calling me a treasonous liar, obviously saying that I was, you know, a traitor and a Russian asset or a puppet or what, whatever it was. But having no evidence to back it up, we sent him a legal letter saying, hey, you, you've just accused me of a crime. I still serve in the U.S. Army Reserves of a crime that is punishable by death under the Uniform Code of Military Justice of committing treason. And you're in a position of great power and influence where if you really believe that was true, then there are things that you can do. Actually, there are actions that you should take. Oh, if you if you think course, that that's right. if you think that a lieutenant colonel in the United States Army Reserves has committed treason, also former member of Congress, ran for president, well, like what are you doing about it? Yeah, come Nothing. arrest me. Exactly. Come in, send the cops to my house. Exactly. Absolutely nothing. Had no response publicly or privately to our legal letter demanding, hey, you've made this statement. Back it up if you really meant it. But that's just one of those many examples where they treat this so lightly and don't have any concern for the chilling effect that it has on our democracy, on us being able as people to say, hey, you know, all this tens of billions of dollars you are sending, taking out of our pockets and our wallets to send to Ukraine, like even just asking, where is this money going? How How is it advancing the interests of the United States? How is it advancing our own national security interests? Even asking those questions invites those smear attacks. Well, I got two things to say to old Tulsi Gabbard there. First thing there, rogue, you're going to play that fucking color game in your fucking hair. I'll play with your fucking name. Okay, rogue. You want to be different? I'll be different. So fuck you very much. All right. You're a lieutenant colonel in the United States Army. Start act, start act. No, in the United States Army. She is a lieutenant colonel in the United States Army. As a army reservist, mm-hmm. she is only federally activated when the federal government requires her to be activated. That's it. That's it. State government state governments cannot request reserve forces without federal mandate. They can do the National Guard all they want. The reserves they cannot do because the reserves are federally funded. That being said, Tulsi, you want to be bold? You want to go and Tucker, the biggest show on Actually, she had Tucker on her show. Whatever. You want to be have Tucker on your show, the biggest cable news network show, whatever. Fine. I get it. You're going after ratings. It's great. But Rogue, seriously, you're going to do that. At least back up your statement with something worth a fact. You cannot hold Mitt Romney accountable under the UCMJ, no. nor will you be held under account of the UCMJ in your actions in the Senate or in Congress. So We all know that. I, I think the UCMJ does not apply to her when she's acting in her congressional role. But she's not in Congress anymore. No, but so she's she not was acting ta- in the congressional. She role. was talking about her time in Congress and what Mitt Romney had said about her in her time in Congress. That's what she was referring to. She wasn't referring to something that just happened recently. Yeah. No, this is when she was in Congress. But I think he just put the tweet out recently. He just put that tweet out saying that she was a traitor, a treasonous traitor, and she's not in Congress anymore. That's why she sent him that letter saying, if you really think I'm a traitor, then do something about it. You should as a senator. That's your duty. 
Well, I, I don't give a fuck. She also knows that that doesn't apply to her. Bitch, she's like, put your money where your mouth is. No, it doesn't apply to her because she's not federally activated. It only listen. The reserves are the secret golden gem in the military. Never understood it for the longest time. Now I completely understand it now that I'm retired. Now that I, one of the briefings you don't get for all you guys out there and gals that might still be in the military and you're listening. One of the briefings you don't get until you retire. This is the most important briefing of your whole entire life. Why is this briefing so important? Because it explains to you the point system. When you retire, you work on a point system within the or specifically within the army. I don't know about the Marine Corps. I don't know about the Navy and I don't know about the Coast Guard, know about the army. You work specifically on a point system. This point system is generated off a number of years in which you serve. The longer you serve covering the certain amount of time. And if you ever serve in a war zone, changes the difference of points that you get as this goes on. You find out the difference in what a reservist gets per points as compared to what an active duty person gets. For instance, we so have what to- you're saying is Tulsi is all talk because we got to wrap this up. You're 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 droning on about something that no, no one really cares we, about. We have to do 20 years on the active duty service side to retire. Technically, a reservist can do 20 years, but in actuality, they only spend about 18 or not even 16 years in uniform. Okay. Everything else is done months at a time. Here what does and there. that have to do with the price of tea in China? What does that have to do with Tulsi? She is not activated unless the federal government activates her. That's why she can serve past the... She's one of the few people, if you're in the reserves before the requirement went in for 55, you can serve past the age of 55. She's 56 years old. She's only a lieutenant colonel. She can actually go past... She's like my dad. She got grandfathered into the higher retirement class. Okay. She gets I, to retire. I think you missed the point of no, the clip, but okay. the UCMJ doesn't apply here. She was not federally activated when he said that. It doesn't apply. She knows that as well as I do. So, I mean, a senator can just call someone a, a traitor and a Russian asset Absolutely, on Twitter. Absolutely, because and- you know what? It's the First Amendment. Freedom of speech. You can do it. Okay. She she has the legal recourse, too. Why doesn't she take it? That's my question. Why not sue, sue him? Sue him for defamation. Absolutely. A slander If something. you're so sure of yourself, Tulsi, sue him. Absolutely. Fuck him. He's got the money to lose. He's got 22 wives. He's fucking whatever, Mormon. They're allowed to take on 60-some-odd wives, aren't they? I don't know. Anyway. Um, Fuck that shit. I'm tired of this shit. She's, a, she's another charlatan. She's, she is. I agree. I know. She. She. I, she actually. I think she graduated in the same class as uh, as Ron DeSantis from the, the Young World Leaders. I'm pretty sure we uh, found that World out at the Economic same time. Forum. Yeah. Um, uh, a non-lone ranger. What Mick needed help with? Uh, anyone that is active military. Uh, if you if you you see an increased number of ambulances, especially right after PT is done. Um, if you you see people passing out in formation, you know what happened to them. Just. You see, you see weird activity and a significant uptick in deaths. Let us know. Like if Shoot you find email. out, like you find out that somebody in your battalion passed out and then died. That's a big one. Yeah. If you find out about that stuff, all I'm asking, I'm trying yeah. to put some validity. Duty rosters deleted, bunks cleared. Yes. I'm, I'm trying to put some validity to what I just heard and I can't wrap my head around it and I can't believe this is really happening. But if it is, it's really disgusting and it really fucking pisses me off. Yep. So we'll be back tomorrow with uh, our, our newest sponsor, Larry from Fresh Mouth.
Yes. Yeah. Our sponsor of the night tonight is a uh, culture of life. COL 1972. I'm actually wearing their t-shirt, their Merry Christmas t-shirt. So anyway, it's really soft. I love it. It's one of my favorites, but I get all of my seasonal t-shirts from there. And so then I can only wear them in certain times of the year, which sucks. So anyway, um, so, yeah. so I don't go, have that problem. I know. Go check it out. COL 1972. Save, uh, save with promo code Patriot party. And, uh, yeah, we'll be back tomorrow with Larry from fresh mouth. See? Yep. All right. So for the Mick and B Lynn, we'll see you later fuckers like share, subscribe, and uh, we'll talk to you tomorrow night. Yeah. Thanks for watching. Have a great night fuckers. Bye all.